Choose Life or Death, Dr. Carrie Reams, Chapter 20, Digesting Food. Um, if you do not love your country enough to die for it, that your children might have liberty throughout their lives, you do not love your country. If you do not love your children and your grandchildren enough to die for them, you do not love them. Neither do you love yourself. If you don't love yourself, you can't love God. This is what it means to be an adult saint. We are to obey the laws of the land as far as it is within us without disobeying the laws of God. But if there is a conflict between the laws of God and the laws of man, we are to obey God. This was the very reason that Paul was beheaded. He was told if he would renounce Christ the Messiah as his Lord and King, his life would be spared. He refused, and he was beheaded. The kingdom of God is within you. And you can't love anyone more than you love the God within you. Hmm. Before you can hate anyone, you must hate yourself. For the same hate that you hate yourself, you hate others. You know, I remember reading that um, <coughs> our subconscious can't tell the difference between what we say about someone else and what we say about ourselves. So if we say something unkind about someone else, our subconscious applies it to ourselves, and so what he's saying here is really true. If we hate others, we hate ourselves. <laughs> hate is the finest cancer seed in the world. No wonder that 25% of the American people will die of cancer. Do you know that it costs, this was like 40 years ago, it costs $40,000 to die from cancer with most medical doctors, and that you can die for free with cancer without radiation, without cobalt, without chemotherapy, and without any false hopes, and with a lot less suffering. Ask anyone who has taken the chemotherapy treatment. You know, it's possible to live to a ripe old age by obeying the laws of God. The health message begins in the first chapter of Genesis and goes throughout the Bible. In 1 Timothy 4, 1-5, we read, Now the Spirit speaketh expressly that in the latter times some shall depart from the faith, giving heed to seducing spirits and doctrines of devils speaking lies and hypocrisy, having their conscience seared with a hot iron, forbidding to marry and commanding to abstain from meat, which God has created to be received with thanksgiving of them which believe and know the truth. If you know the truth, then you will know the 11th chapter of Leviticus, where we're told which are the clean and unclean meats. Paul, a Jew, was writing to Timothy, who would not think of eating any of the unclean meats. And when he says, Every creature of God is good and nothing to be refused. If it be received with thanksgiving, he's talking about the clean meats that were offered to idols. There was quite a discussion among the Christians in that day whether or not they should eat things that were offered to idols or whether they should eat the sacrificial meat that was given to them by the priests. This was not referring to the hog, shrimp, oyster, lobster, catfish, and so forth, because in the verse before it says, which God hath created to be received with thanksgiving. God did not create a hog or any other unclean meat to be eaten with thanksgiving. If God is the same yesterday, today, and forever, and God does not change either in the Old or the New Testament, if God changed what is said in the Old Testament to what is said in the New, then God is a God of conflict and does not know what he is doing. For it is sanctified by the word of God and prayer. Now, this is speaking of the meat that was offered as a sacrificial offering. It was sanctified then by prayer, but there's no way to sanctify hog meat by prayer. 
when either Jew or Gentile eats it, for pork digests in three hours and burns up your system too quickly, bringing old age on too rapidly, bringing you to an early death. This is true of all the unclean meat. So there's a scientific reason that proves the explanation of meat, uh, explanation of these words to be accurate. Where the Lord spoke to Peter about the unclean meats and told him to eat thereof, Peter said, but Lord, am I to eat the unclean meats? And God said for him to eat. God was telling Peter to take the message of salvation to the Gentiles. The Gentiles were looked upon then by the Jews as the black people were by some Americans 40 years ago, or 80 in this case. Jews felt that they were so much better than the Gentiles that the message of salvation was for the Jew only. This vision was to tell Peter to take the message of salvation to the Gentiles, and it does not refer to food practices. So if you take scripture out of context, you can prove anything you want to prove, but there's no way that you can eat the unclean meats without reaping a premature grave and also have a rather sickly journey in so doing. A sick Gentile in the New Testament is just as sick as you in the Old Testament. In Isaiah 66, verse 17, we read, they that sanctify themselves and purify themselves in the gardens behind one tree in the midst eating swine's flesh and the abomination and the mouth shall be consumed together saith the lord for they that sanctify themselves is like saying many people do it and if they do it i can too in other words they justify themselves this also speaks of our leaders they are spoken of as being a tree in Psalm 1, we are told, He shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that bringeth forth his fruit in his season, and whatsoever he doeth shall prosper. Psalm 1 is speaking of a man who is happy because he has not listened to the counsel of the ungodly. He has not sat in the seat of the scornful, and that he has found favor with God. He's classified as a tree. A weak person says, because this great man eats pork, it's all right for me. Maybe he's the preacher of the church, a Sunday school teacher, or a Sunday school superintendent. Holiness means absolute obedience, and sanctification means that I will walk in the steps of Jesus, regardless of what it means to me. I will walk a little closer to him today than I did yesterday, so that I may be my brother's keeper. I love my country, and I'll die for it if necessary to preserve the liberty of America. I will not be threatened by the devil worshippers. I will do everything I can to keep the devil worshippers from taking my children. I will not be threatened by the homosexuals and all of their organizations demanding civil rights. I will do everything I can to keep homosexuals from being school teachers. I will do everything I can to protect the very foundations of the Constitution of this country. Unless you believe that a religious nation and the Bible are inseparable, you're being deceived. The devil says, separate the church from government. Oh, he's got this backwards, but uh, we'll read it just like he says. If you separate the church from the government, then you can control the government and the government can control you. And close all the churches. It's impossible to close the churches, separate the principles of the royal law from the government, and retain our liberties. <clears throat> so I'll just insert here my own opinion, and you can think as you like. But we know through the Dark Ages that when the uh, papacy was together with the, the government, or the, the, yeah, those rulers who were in charge of the government, or the people, 
they ordered the government to do what they wanted, and they they killed over a hundred million people through persecution, different Christians. And um, as soon as they separated from the government, because the people rose up in a riot in France and marched down the Champs Elysees, chopped off Louis the Fourteenth's head, and and uh, through all of that, they threw the the papacy out and. Napoleon, General Berthier, took the Pope captive, took him to prison. He ended up dying in prison. It took the power of the government away from the church so that the church could no longer control people through the government. Um, so so he just, his thinking is backwards. It, I mean, he's a really brilliant man. I'm not putting him down. Just saying. If if it were true that the church had power over the government to do good, that'd be one thing. But we know that power corrupts, and absolute power corrupts absolutely. Let us now stand firm in the faith. Let us now stand firm for liberty. Stand firm for a referendum of all our laws. Obey the rules, regulations, and suggestions given in this chapter. This chapter does not deal directly with the Reams biological theory of ionization, however, it has everything to do with your digestive system, because if you will stand each day for the rights and liberty of others, of yours and others, your food's going to digest better. You'll become stronger because of the problems that God has given you, and you have laid them at his feet, and he's handled them for you. Or you will become weaker from running from the problems, and the more you run from the problems, the more you will worry about the problem, worry is found cancerous in all souls. The Bible says, Because straight is the gate, and narrow is the way which leadeth unto life, and few there be that find it. Matthew seven fourteen. Are you willing to be among the few, or are you going to be among the masses of lukewarm Christians that will be spewed out of his mouth? When the Lord comes, are you going to be the one who says, Lord, did I not do this for you? He is going to say, Depart from me. You cursed, I never knew you. Unless you're ready now to stand up and be counted as a follower of God and proclaim him before all men, he will not proclaim you before his heavenly Father. You might ask, why do you continue in this field of the healing arts and the fields of diet? Why do you care whether America lives or dies at your age? Does it really matter to you? What is your motive in defying those people that you say falsely accuse you? What do you hope to gain? Jesus has commanded us to be fishers of men. Not only for men's souls, but for their faith, for their work, for better health. He also said to show thyself approved of to God, a workman that needeth not to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. This I do to the best of my knowledge. Also, Jesus said to seek to know the truth, and the truth would make you free. Then too, he said in Luke 10 and in other places to heal the sick. This is why I do what I do. This is why I enjoy the persecution because I'm obeying my Lord and Master. I will serve him as long as I have breath. If I have liberty, I will serve him wherever I am. If I am confined to a prison, then I will start a revival meeting and preach to the lost and serve them with whatever I have. Even though I be persecuted, I will not hate, for I know that those who persecute me do not know what they are doing. There's not enough gold in Fort Knox for me to trade shoes with them. The Bible says, If they persecute you in one place, flee to another. Jesus did not have a place to lay his head, neither do I, except his friends offer me a place here and there. 
i will do everything in my ability to make america the healthiest nation on earth to keep our children from being sick and from having unnecessary operations there is a time for operations but the operations should be a means of last resort do you not know that all illnesses are caused by a mineral deficiency the cells simply begin to decay because there are not enough minerals to replace the cells that are worn out. Do you not know that heart attacks are caused because the worn out cells are not washed out of the system and the salt within the system is turning it to urea, which causes the heart to beat too hard and sometimes causes pain in the left arm and the chest and ends in a pectoris heart attack. The word pectoris is a Latin word, which means pain in the chest. However, I'm classifying, classifying the word pectoris to mean only a heart attack because of too much urea in the system. When our bodies retain too much salt, the blood vessels lose their ability to expand and contract and cholesterol forms in them, and it causes the intestines to lose their ability to expand and contract, and they form pockets or diverticulitis. Nature is robbing from one part of the intestines to supply minerals for another this is also the cause of cancer of the bone. There's not enough minerals to supply the other elements, so nature will rob a bone here and there in order to supply the minerals to maintain life. Women lose their teeth in pregnancy because there's not enough minerals to supply the bone of the fetus. So nature takes from the mother in minerals and puts it in the fetus. Consequently, she has cavities. Bones break down because the mineral in our food are deficient today. A number of diseases today are attributed to lack of minerals and lack of exercise. We cannot take the roughness and exercise that our forefathers and fathers took. We ride everywhere. We go, and consequently, we do not take enough exercise. Hysterectomies could probably be omitted if women did more walking. Their menopause conditions could possibly be prevented in a large measure if there was more walking. Cancer of the prostate could likely almost be eliminated if people did more walking. By walking, we get more minerals from our food. The more we walk, the more energy we use. If we do more walking, then we take in minerals, then walking could do us harm. <laughs> okay, I'll read that again. If we do more walking, then we take in minerals. If we do more walking, then we take in minerals. Then walking could do us harm. Oh, dear. Um, okay, if we, uh, okay, I see. If we do more walking than we take in minerals, then walking could do us harm. In other words, you're not, you've got to take in your minerals if you're walking. Many of the above-mentioned items have to be under supervision and under the guidance of instruments that are available to us today. It's easy to be well. At the present, the RBTI test has not been approved by the drug establishment. However, there are no laws that say that anything has to be approved by anyone. If there is such a law, then we have lost our liberty However, there are dangerous drugs, insecticides, and chemicals that should be even more closely guarded than is being done. We cannot separate life from religion, nor can we separate health from religion. The Word of God tells us, Bear ye one another's burden, and that we are our brother's keeper. Surely, religious people are happy people. One of the problems with America today is that citizens are not happy. There are a number of reasons. They've lost faith in the church as being the agent of healing. They've lost faith in those medical doctors who give cobalt, chemotherapy, radiation, and drugs and surgery unnecessarily. They lost faith in our government because churches are permitted to be formed under the guise of religion, such as devil worshippers. Devil worshippers are deceivers to this country and to God. 
The Bible tells us that the old serpent is a liar. The truth is not in, in him. So any church that's devoted to devil worship, you cannot depend on what they say. It's bad if a government permits sabotage in the name of the church and yet persecutes the saints who are trying to make America the healthiest nation on earth. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> so our country, <laughs> the government allows devil worshipers to be uh, incorporated as a church and yet persecutes him and throws him in jail for helping people get well. That's what he's saying. Does this make sense? Is it logical? Is it constitutional? Do we not still have the freedom of speech? Do we not still have the freedom of religion to worship as we see fit? Do we not have a right to teach the health message as it is written in the Bible? It is the drug establishment that says, if you do anything to make America more healthy without drugs, I will put you in jail. These poor doctors who have been so brainwashed to use drugs will not be held guiltless when they stand before God. And as an officer of the law said to me sneeringly, we cannot keep you from worshiping the Lord as you see fit, but we can harass you till you wish you never had. Wow. In harassing me, they really do not harass me at all. They only harass themselves. You cannot break the laws of the Bible. You cannot break God's laws of physics, chemistry, or mathematics. You can only break yourself on these laws. I've seen the wrath of God come upon approximately 50 people. God blotted them out like you and I would be a cockroach. When the adult saints are being persecuted, they do not hate the persecutor. They feel very sorry for him. They know exactly how to get even with their persecutors. They put their name on the top of their prayer list. And there's no way for that person to get off. They pray for them without ceasing. They pray for them that God might do for them what he did for Saul on the road to Damascus, that he might reveal himself to them so that the person that was once their enemy could be their friend and could go into eternity and live forever as a friend. The devil numbers his children by hate, but God numbers his children by love. God, the Father, is love. The Holy Spirit is love. The real saints of God are love. True love is a life of service. It is a life of enduring. It is a life of being a servant whether appreciated or not. I am now a senior citizen and my children are grown. They are all self-supporting. However, there are times when they do need guidance or suggestions for guidance and they ask for it, but they could very well get along without me. I'm now financially independent enough that I do not have to do this work for my daily bread. I served 38 years in agricultural engineering and it was through that that God was good enough to make it possible for my retirement in 1968, I wanted to go into research to know more about the mysteries, about the laws that God has made. God began to send to me for help. The ill, the crippled, the lame, the dying, that medicine had failed to cure. The Bible says, if your neighbor asks for help, give it to him. As often as you do it unto the least one of these, my brethren, you do it unto me. I have made many errors and many mistakes, but they are mistakes of the mind and not mistakes of the heart. God has turned these mistakes into blessings. I am now teaching this Reams Biological Theory of Ionization seminars to qualified people in order to help carry out this vision of making America the healthiest nation on earth, knowing that the history of American liberty is written in blood. The end of chapter 20. Chapter 21, The Greatest Love of My Life, we'll read next week. I hope to see you there, brothers and sisters. Take good care.